Welcome to This Week in Our Collective Heads, Season 2, Episode 12, where we're going to discuss why Bloodborne and Plants vs. Zombies are relevant literally today. What? Stay tuned. This Week in Our Collective Heads, wanna put an old rumor to bed, stereotype that you've all heard, how we're all just angry video game nerds, most of us have actual jobs. And families and cats and dogs, yeah. This week in our collective heads. This week in our collective heads. Welcome to This Week in Our Collective Heads. I'm Kevin, and I'm joined as always by Patrick, the man without whom none of this would actually happen. I would probably just be like sitting somewhere talking. Like, I, I would probably talk into a camera and it would glitch out. You'd probably and then, like call the, the audio would like mess up. <laughs> I mean, we had we had Kurt on one time. We did have Kurt on one time. Um, well, we'll but see. yeah, like this this guy, we'll like if, if if there is if there is anything like quality about what happens here, it's because of this man right here. I don't know about that, but uh, we'll see how it goes when you do the show on your own. Yeah. <laughs> uh, quick, uh, quick bit for those of you who don't know, uh, I will be moving in about two weeks. Actually, less than two weeks. So um, next next show will be kind of a, a hurrah, and we're gonna, we're gonna next party. next week is gonna be a blast. We're gonna party a little bit. Uh, the following week, uh, Kevin will be on his own because I will still be in the process of moving. Uh, after that, we will be doing the show uh, remotely. Um, so I will be I will be uh, either Google Hangouts or however we want to do it. We'll still keep doing the show. We won't be sitting next to each other physically. And honestly, for for our audio listeners, of whom we know there are quite a few, yes. um, not much is going to change <laughs> because it's, it's it's just going to be our voices continuing to do stuff. But yeah. for for the video, it'll probably take a little bit of wrangling to figure out in the next couple of weeks how that's going to go. Yeah. Um, but like you said, next week is going to be kind of a big hurrah episode. Uh, we're going to be recording a little bit later at two o'clock in the afternoon mm -hmm. on Sunday. So for those of you who want to join us. Um, I, I'm gonna be drinking. I think you're I'll, gonna be. I'll drink a little bit. Okay. Yeah. So we're, we're gonna we're gonna have drinks. We're gonna have parties. Mm -hmm. Hopefully, a couple of people come and hang out in the chat. Yeah. And uh, we will we will do the news, and then we'll do kind of a retrospective on on the show in general, and and how mm -hmm. much we've enjoyed it. And so, if you want to join us for that, definitely show up at 2 p.m. Central. And we will see you there. Very special show. But Mo this show is still special as well. Yes. Because we have interesting news. Uh, Valkyria Chronicles 4. Yes. Coming to the Switch. Which, uh, the Switch is showing that it is it is everything that developers need uh, for, you know, for their... Um, uh, you know, for this new market, if you will. Yeah. I mean, we're we're in a kind of a different place when it comes to microtransactions and everything else. And I think the Switch has shown you, if you make a decent console, it does not matter. Microtransactions don't matter. Uh, having multiplayer-centric games don't matter as much. Yeah, what matters is games, the story, and the gameplay. Yeah, and and another thing that's, I mean, this is this is coming to to PS4, Xbox, and Switch, and that's the thing is like a lot of people. Uh, because you know a lot of us are, are playing on on handheld and everything mm -hmm. and it's like you know if it's a if it's at a lower resolution it's okay I mean it's, it's right here in front of your face it's, it's, is it 900p yeah it's yeah, it's it's, it's not that big of a deal it's it's a much it's 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 much less jarring yeah. to be dealing with that on on a handheld mm -hmm. and the convenience of handheld allows you to do a lot more things with it and we're we're letting publishers know by buying these things on Switch that we're fine with the fidelity you know do what you got to do 
but bring it to Switch. Exactly. And, 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 and different, that, different developers are finding different ways to do it. Exactly. And some developers are listening to uh, listening to their uh, fans. Absolutely. Like CD Projekt Red in regards yeah. to Cyberpunk. Who always has. Because, I mean, like when, when, uh, when Witcher 3 came out, mm-hmm. there, was, there was a big kerfuffle about, oh, it's microtransactions and garbage. And uh, CD Projekt Red was like... Hey, so uh, we're going to give you like 13 or 14 pieces of DLC <laughs> just for free, yeah. so just hang out and wait for that. Yeah. And then their their DLC plans after mm-hmm. were like massive yeah. single player additions. Yeah. And so uh, one of one of their one of their executives was talking about uh, Cyberpunk 2077 mm-hmm. and uh, he said he he said some things that kind of led led people to believe that it was going to be more microtransaction-y. And, uh, and so CD Projekt Red reached out to be like, look, w- this is not about greed. Yeah. We're, not, we're not looking to, to milk you for everything that you have. We're looking to make the best game possible. Exactly. And, you know, whatever that means, mm-hmm. you know, we, we, are, we are looking at, at, at trends in gaming. Yeah. But at the same time, you are our priority, yeah, and we want to we want to make that clear. And and, and I and I absolutely believe them because they have consistently shown themselves to be a publisher about their consumers. Go figure. Yeah, I love the insert. Like if you get the I think it's the Witcher Three like collector's edition. Mm-hmm. It has an insert. They've done this in the past as well. But the Witcher Three like collector's edition is like you know thank you so much for getting this. We really we put a lot of heart into this. We did we included all like what is it, like thirteen DLC packs. Like mm-hmm. everything is in here, uh, and we want we want you to uh, we want you to you know appreciate it and they're thanking you for your purchase. Yeah. And it's a very heartfelt thing, which other publishers don't really care about. Um, Actually, uh, Three Fields Entertainment, the Three Fields, the, yeah. the Dangerous Golf mm-hmm. and and Danger Zone guys, mm-hmm. um, they actually have like when the when the when you start up their game, it sh- it shows like a, a picture of the dev team, and they're like, "Thank you for buying this game. We appreciate it." Yeah, and then it starts again. Danger Zone, but I know in in, um, in the others of that, it, yeah. Uh, but uh, I think that this will be gone by the time. This show airs uh, uh, for our podcast, uh, the PlayStation Network. Sale? No, the the PlayStation Network sale will go at least until the store updates. Oh, okay. So, 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 so if, you, if you if you grab it now, yeah. um, the the Black Friday deal and the uh, the Cyber Monday, like it's, they they just kind of rolled it all into one. Yeah. Um, you can get Horizon Zero Dawn for like twenty bucks. You yeah. can get Prey for twenty dollars. Yes. You can get uh, Wolf, you can get Wolfenstein Two for twenty for twenty or thirty dollars. Yeah, I think it's I think it's twenty eight or twenty nine dollars something like that, um, which is just just over Amazon, but that's fine. Um, uh, Injustice Two is also uh, Injustice on there. Injustice Two is twenty, do- and, 20 bucks. And the one that irritates me uh, more than any because I bought it, and I know that any of these can kind of be in that uh, category, but I bought Shadow of War. Uh, like literally a week ago, and Shadow of War is now tw- I think it's twenty five dollars. <laughs> I bought it for sixty. Okay, I, I I paid sixty for it as well, yeah. but I I have no problem with that because I love that it's, game. No, it's it's I, good. I, I love that game a lot. And then uh, uh, Assassin's Creed came out what like two three weeks ago, yeah. and they knocked they knocked twenty bucks off of it. Yeah. So I mean these 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 are these are fantastic deals. Highly encourage you to at least browse through, check it out, see what's there. Um, a lot of really new titles are are up in there. Yep. Um, one that's not though is Battlefront Two. Thankfully. <laughs> well, uh, I don't yeah, want more. Battle, yeah. Battlefront Two has 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 been just 
the most bizarre story, and it just keeps on developing. And it's sad because I really liked the beta. I really yeah. enjoyed it, and I want to play this game. I want to play this game, but I don't want to give EA money. And yep. uh, I, you know what? What I loved was, I think I sent you a, a text with this. I should have screen capped it for the show. Uh, but with all the Black Friday deals going on, people were taking pictures in Walmart and Target and Best Buy. And it's not just one person, everyone. Yeah. Of the stacks and stacks of Battlefront 2 that's there. And everything else is cleaned out. Yeah. Wolfenstein's cleaned out. Shadow of War's cleaned out. Everything else is cleaned out. Brand new games are cleaned out. Battlefront 2 is not. And it's because people know about the microtransaction practice. Because complaining uh, on this subject actually got something done. The coolest thing about that is, uh, not, not, I mean, everyone is complaining. Every, the news got in on it. I don't just mean like IGN. I mean, I mean like NPR, mainstream CNN. NBC, CNN. And then um, uh, Bob Iger from uh, Disney uh, contacted EA's CEO and said, whatever. What are you doing? Just stop. Yeah, yeah. So that's 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 theoretical. <laughs> okay, what we what we know, mm -hmm. the facts, yeah. are that Bob Iger yes. called the head of EA. Yes. And less than twenty four hours later, microtransactions were removed completely from yes. the game. Yes. There it's it's not a huge leap to say that Disney stepped in and said, look, everybody's talking trash about this. This this these uh, predatory decisions that yeah. you've made in your game are directly harming the Disney brand mm -hmm. and the Star Wars yes. brand. Yes. And, and on top New of that... movies coming out in less than a month, and I, I guarantee that Iger was like, if you know, if this is what you guys are going to put forward in the future, yeah. we're going to revoke your contract. We're in which they'll. God, I wish that would happen. They'll have they'll yeah pay penalties for that, but I guarantee that's that that was threatened. Yeah. You, and, you, because this is such a lucrative contract, I think that they, I think that they said, you know, we we will back out of the contract and pay all the fines. We don't care. Yeah, you can't hurt the brand like that. And Star Wars, you can't do that. They have yeah. way too much riding on it. And um, we don't we don't have USA numbers, mm -hmm. but but in uh, in the the eurozone, the, the I don't know if it was EU or Great Britain specifically, yeah. but they said that uh, sales of Battlefront two were down sixty physical sales. Of Battlefront Two, we're down sixty percent from the original Battlefront. Yep, which is horrifying yes. for a developer. The, well, and first Battlefront didn't do didn't, it did okay. It it, it, it did okay, well but were. it was it was there was also a lot of hesitancy mm -hmm. because um, I mean at that point we didn't have uh, Episode Seven. Yes, and so we we weren't there, there was there was still. We got excited in two thousand one, and we kind of got burned. Yeah. What do you, what do you, what are you doing with this now? And yeah. so, yeah. So, um, I and mean, then they, on they they did say for Battlefront two, we're not going to have any DLC. We're just going to give you everything. All, all the DLC will be free. Which means that you'll have microtransactions and you don't have to pay for DLC. Which would be fine had they not made it a pay to pain. Since that's my that's my new trademark, by the way, because it's not pay to win. Um, yeah, I th yeah, because there were, there were uh, GameSpot and IGN mm -hmm. both did like a uh, like an eighty five and a hundred dollar yeah. purchase and respectively, <laughs> and it's like it's 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 just a sheer luck of the draw, yeah. and and what you're getting may help yeah. you and it may not. I've seen people compare it to Hearthstone. However, if you throw twenty dollars at Hearthstone, mm -hmm. you get twenty packs of cards. Uh, the now the they were comparing it because of the percentage in regards to legendaries and all of that. Okay, except the. Uh, when it comes to Hearthstone, like I have, I think like th like a handful of legendaries that I rarely use because they're not as consistent. Yeah, I ha I mean, I use rares and uncommons more than anything else. 
but I've thrown I threw twenty dollars at the game shortly after I, I started playing, and it got me a really good jump start. It probably yeah. jump started me a couple months into my play. Now it wasn't pay to win because other people were doing the same thing, right? Uh, and also, it's got some well, uh, and it's chaos it's, to it. It's also it also gives you a really good. Um, uh, Hearthstone has a fairly good return mm-hmm. on on the actual cards that you get regularly. Yes. And so, so that's the thing is like it gives you it gives you a head start, mm-hmm. but it doesn't give you a massive advantage over the people that that have just been playing. Exactly. Uh, people who tend not to spend money on stuff. Sure. Um, I think I've spent maybe I think I've spent thirty dollars in total on Hearthstone. I've been playing it for what a year and a half, two years, however long. Mm-hmm. New expansions coming out. I will probably throw down uh, another twenty five, thirty bucks. Yeah, on and it. that's that's the thing is if I is play if it every day. <laughs> and again, the difference between a free-to-play model yeah. and a full sixty-dollar game with that same price implementation mm-hmm. put on top of it is 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 a problem. Yeah. And when when the developers are not upfront about what they're choosing to do, how they're choosing to to treat their customers, yeah. who I mean, the customers are the people who are building this game, and 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 they're they're they they are the people who are bringing this. Into the mainstay yeah. and bringing this into public consciousness. Exactly. Exactly. And you have word, word of mouth. And yeah. exactly. <laughs> really and if you if you don't, yeah. word's going to get around. Yeah. And the same thing happened in Destiny Two this week, which mm-hmm. is our next our next yeah. uh, item on the list. Um, so some of the people who I mean, Destiny players. Okay, I <laughs> I had a friend who was really into Destiny One, and and <clears throat> went over to his house one time. And I actually saw his literal spreadsheets. Oh, jeez! On on like how to play this game optimally, yeah. and how to how to you know mm-hmm. kind of figure out exactly the best way <laughs> to get the light and yeah. the best. Yeah, and and so like this is this is a culture that Activision created. Yeah, and the gameplay is fun, mm-hmm. but it's it's also extremely repetitive. Yeah. And that's okay as long as you are consistently getting rewarded mm-hmm. and you feel like you're working towards something. I agree. I will say I got close to that when uh, Star Wars The Old Republic came out. Mm-hmm. And the only reason that I got close to it was the slicing mechanic. So the sl- slicing is the Star Wars hacking. And you can send off your companion to do, to do that. Yep. And I found, I found that I was getting decent return out of certain uh, quests. Went online, it turns out someone had a spreadsheet, and they were like, here's your returns, here's your averages, here's the ones you want to do, here's the ones you don't want to do. That's beautiful. So I did have, a, I did have that, and they, uh, so for probably a month or so, uh, from when the game came out until they nerfed it, I was doing slicing, and I was like crazy rich, because I would send off my companions, to, I would I got my character level, high enough level, I got a couple characters high enough level, sent the, all their companions off to slice, and then I would go watch a movie or whatever, and I had a little timer on my phone, and I'd go back and I'd send them off yep. to do it again, and I, I could do that while I was doing anything else, so you know, I was playing the game when I wasn't playing the game, and that's when they nerfed it. Yeah, so. and and honestly, the, the internet... The internet has a lot of garbage, <laughs> yes. and there, there's a lot of things that are that are horrible and toxic about mm-hmm. the internet. Um, we 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 tend to view the internet as as kind of a toxic cesspool. Yeah. But there are certain communities and and groups of people who who have been able to create amazing things, like the like the project where they're they're working on uh, learning to fold proteins. Yeah. I mean, like the 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 power <laughs> the power of internet communities can be harnessed for good. Yeah. 
can be harnessed to figure out what's going on behind the scenes in a game. Yep. And somebody took the the number of pixels across the screen that you're supposed to be able to get okay. for for uh, completing a mission and uh, calculated like how much they were getting per mission, noticed that it was going down to a point where Bungie was actually only giving you 4% of the experience toward the next Bright Engram that you should have been earning and that they told you you were earning. Not yeah. only that, but on your very first public mission, mm -hmm. the the amount of experience that you get from the public yeah. mission is enough to trigger a 50% nerf. I didn't know that. And squashes squashes the amount of experience that you get. And somebody, somebody did it, mm -hmm. they figured out all the details, yeah. and um, Bungie said... Uh, so so Bungie came out and 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 said, "All right, look, we've looked at the mechanic, and we don't think that it's working the way that it's intended. It was supposed to reward you for doing PvP, mm -hmm. and uh, experience was supposed to increase as you did PvP, yes. and it was supposed to decrease as you did." Um, I believe the phrase they used was easily chainable events, yeah. such as public events and such. And so basically they're they're trying to keep people who do the spreadsheet approach to Destiny and, and try to figure out the optimal way to play, yeah. and they were trying to slow those people down. Exactly. And they, they didn't apologize. They said that that system has been removed. Yeah. Okay, but you also... You're also... You're you're taking pot shots at your most developed, not most developed, <laughs> your most devoted yes. followers. Yeah, that's not okay, I and agree. that's 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 a system that makes people not trust you. Yeah, and and as we saw with the with the sales of Battlefront mm -hmm. Two and the way that that has rolled out, yeah. these things have literal financial consequences for yeah. you. Yeah, be. And more like CD Projekt Red. Exactly. Come on. And I, I will say, um, I've told you this in the past, I'm guilty of, of fudging numbers like this in, when we play Pathfinder, mm -hmm. um, but I'm doing it for the better of the story. Yeah. Uh, and because when I didn't, I had we had situations where you know we had one-shot kills of, of, of gods and all kinds of things. So... Yeah. So I, I, started, I started fudging the numbers, but that's different because of the transparency. Because I, I well, let people know. Well, afterwards, I'm like, hey, it's really funny because it didn't go the way I thought it would go. Also, I'm doing that on a person-to-person -person basis. This is not a blanket statement of uh, uh, to everyone. Well, the other thing is, you've let me kill two. You've let me kill two boss fights mm -hmm. in one shot, and then one said was really you, creative, and and one you said <laughs> that I couldn't do that anymore. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna work on that, but well, I'm, I'm, one of them... I'm gonna I'm gonna tell that real quick. Okay, so for those for those of you who 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 are into Pathfinder and stuff, um, we had we had a, a a giant Frankenstein's monster type creature. Yeah, he was a flesh golem. Yeah, right. And so uh, I, because he had been a friendly up to a point, and so there's not a resist on uh, breathe water. Mm -hmm. I uh, I touched him and applied that because my my character being an android um thought that you know stopping breathing would just be a peaceful way to let this guy you know <laughs> just drift off and turned out that, that was not the case nope. and he he strangled to death and died horribly yeah. and it was it was 
not pretty. Did a little and damage on the way out. Did a little damage on the way out. But uh, but Patrick, said, as as the DM yeah. of, of that group, was like, yeah, you can't do that anymore. And I was like, that's okay. My character was never going yeah. to do that because because he didn't anticipate yeah. the amount of, of, of pain and suffering that he was going to be inflicting. So not only was it removed as an option <laughs> from the DM's perspective, but we figured out a story way to yeah. do it. Well, I mean... It, it was it was creative. Um, it was it was a sudden situation, and I feel like it was a panic by the by the by the character, um, yeah. which which worked for the story. Um, the the so fun fact: I've been sitting on that since uh, like the since we got to the dock. Oh, sitting on what the uh, the power? When, when, whenever whenever we got to the dock, I came up with and that idea. Like, oh, okay. Oh, okay, I didn't know that. Well, I, like, yeah, I, I, I've been I've been waiting for the right time to use yeah. it. Well. Like, when it would make the yeah. most sense for the story, because he was a flesh golem that was created to essentially um, uh, try to revitalize or be as close to a god as possible. Right. He broke out. Everyone befriended him, and then he realized, "Oh, my my friends, the only people who care about me are actually going to basically take me somewhere to lock me up." And then he went off on them, which yeah. makes I mean, that's, that's justified. <laughs> yeah, I'll give you that. But uh, what's also justified is Sea of Thieves. Everyone needs to play this game. Yes, uh, I cannot, I'm. I'm. Yeah, I can't. I can't is... wait for this. Uh, so the beta. Sign up for the beta if you haven't already. Uh, you need to sign up by December first. Yes. Um, and and this time it's it's completely open. Um, they've been they've been giving us uh, little little snippets mm -hmm. and little pieces, and it was it was fairly easy to sign up before. Um, they started out with like two thousand, and then they increased it to like twenty thousand people yeah. in in the last uh, open. I'm so quasi happy. open alpha. I'm so but, happy. They haven't announced yeah. when it's going to start. Right. They said sign up is by December first. So so I'm hopeful uh, that it'll start uh, towards the end of the year. But I can't wait for this. I mean, I love Black Flag. I love pirate stuff, and it's I love the quirkiness of like. Uh, uh, this Monkey is, Island, and this is Monkey rare, Island. right? It is rare. Yeah, yeah. So and, so, and and they 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 have amazing ideas, and and I really I I've really enjoyed watching the people who are playing. Um, yeah. This is kind of like with the with the PlayLink on on PlayStation. It's like uh, getting the ideas of you know now that split screen is not so much a thing anymore. <laughs> yeah. Let's figure out what we can do to bring people together to play games. Yeah. Even even people who are not necessarily into games. Exactly. Uh, we're hoping to do a playthrough of, of Hidden Agenda within mm -hmm. the next week or two, and uh, Knowledge is Power. Have you seen that one? No. Okay. It's it's like a quiz game, and like you run you run your characters around like me's, and like you jump onto you jump onto what you think is the answer, oh, okay. and you can like. Throw goo at people and make their screen all interesting stuff. Is, yeah, this, it, on, is this on the uh, on the PlayStation on PlayStation Network? Network. Okay. Yeah, and it's it's available now. So nice. uh, yeah, I'm I'm I'm, ho I'm hoping to, to check out some of those and let you know uh, as our audience which are which are the good ones. Yeah, but but yeah, I, I like this this newest advance into what can we do with these now that everybody has you know yeah. a smartphone and we can just throw it up on the mm -hmm. on the network and do it yeah so. and jackbox proved that it is it is very addictive it's very fun and you can involve people who would never play games yeah. uh, normally see, because see, they look see at a controller thieves, yeah and see a thieves is kind of like a crossover because it's it it is about the the community's involvement and the interaction between the players as much as it is about the game and it's it's designed to foster that sense of of a mini community within yeah. the game. Speaking so, of community, uh, a new boss was discovered in Bloodborne, which is just crazy that it took 
what a year and a half two years how, how long when does bloodborne come out bloodborne two was before bloodborne was before dark souls that's right 3, so yeah. that was like uh march of 2015 yeah so okay so this this guy was actually in in the trailer in one of the trailers pre-release oh, i didn't know that they thought and so we they all thought, thought that it was, it was cut content okay. And, and it's through the chalice dungeons. Through right? the chalice yep. dungeons, yep. and uh, and there's there's actually a code. Um, I, I think I tweeted it out. Mm-hmm. Um, there's actually a code where you can you can put this code in and so you can go find it because because there are still chalice dungeon uh, groups who are going through trying to find all the all the secrets because yeah. because of the the random uh, generator that's involved in the creation of them. There's still stuff to be yeah. discovered, and I. I can't wait I, to go I, back to that game because I'm going I, through my Dark Souls playthrough, so I have to play Bloodborne, mm-hmm. and I can't wait to go back to that. Yeah, it's 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 a magnificent mm-hmm. game. Uh, Tyson actually got got to the bottom level and and killed the Queen of Yarnum. Wow! Like I, I actually got to watch that, and that was that was really fun. Wow! But uh, but yeah, so again, communities communities uh, built around certain games, built around passions, and and that's what we're looking to build here. Is yeah. we're, we're looking to build a community, and we are slowly but surely growing. We are. Surely, you said it. Surely but, slowly but surely. Um, but, you know, we have good fans, though. I like our fans. We do. I like our fans. I also like single-player content. I love single-player content, and the fact that uh, Gran Turismo is bringing more, uh, bringing a single-player single campaign is fantastic, because I'm tired of racing games. <laughs> But if you give me a reason as to why... That is the understatement of this podcast. <laughs> okay, but if you give me a reason as to why I'm doing what I'm doing... Yeah. That, you know, it gives you... It's the carrot on a stick. Like, it keeps me going as opposed to just, yeah, one more race. The, it's got to be more than just a race. I'm going to get yeah. bored. Um, I like I like campaigns. I like story. I like progression. And you can progress in many different ways... And to have a single-player campaign is is great for that. I think yeah. that it's also a great learning to, learning tool to get you into racing, to get you into the game mechanics. So then, when you go into multiplayer, you know what you're doing. I think single-player yeah. used uh, single-player in regards to Call of Duty and all that used to be uh, a, a glorified tutorial. I don't mean glorified. I mean it was still long. But yeah. it showed you everything you were going to experience in the game, and then the multiplayer was just playing with those things you found. Yeah. And um, but I should say, single player used to be the only thing. Then it became a, then it became a tutorial. Well, I mean, Gran Turismo in in the beginning, I mean, all you had was single player because our consoles weren't connected. Yeah. <laughs> but um, but so so basically, what they what they put in for this is is like you you've got the the like you said the tutorials yep. the the license tests and. Those are cool. Yeah. Um, they're 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 really hard, but uh, but you know you can you can reach a point where you're like yes I know how to corner well and <laughs> and those those skills directly translate into being better at the game. Yeah. Um, but but the the new thing that they've done is they've they've upgraded it to the point where where you're earning new cars, you're checking out new tracks, mm-hmm. and like so you slowly build your skill. Yeah. And this is stuff that that very directly translates into into an ability to play multiplayer. Mm-hmm. And so like uh, like Tandem Cannon mm-hmm. really enjoyed playing um, really enjoyed playing um, Blizzard's game on you know they would play against bots. Which Blizzard game? You know the the one with Moira and Mercy and everybody. Oh, that game. Overwatch. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> brain fart. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they they enjoy playing Overwatch against against bots and everything. But um, that doesn't necessarily translate well to playing against humans mm-hmm. because humans are going to behave in a different way, Correct. and it's 
bots tend to be very predictable. But when it comes to racing lines and mm -hmm. the way that you approach a track and the way yes. that, because yes, you're going against other people, but trying to figure out how to optimize mm -hmm. your turn yes. is something that translates directly mm -hmm. whether you're going against bots or humans. Yeah. I, I did that, um, I still do it, and if I'm, if I'm rusty, I do it on uh, Rocket League. Mm -hmm. I will put. I will do a bots match to yeah. to work on a specific skill, and I don't care about the score. I don't care about. The, I'll kick up the time limit really high. Because yeah. all I'm care. All I care about right is like, okay, I need to perfect this. I need to get better at this because I'll play multiplayer and yeah. realize, ah, I was in this situation. I didn't know how to get out of it. So I'll try to try to uh, drill uh, that specific um, uh, mechanic, yeah. which can work really well if you do 1v1, uh, 2v2 is kind of weird, but 1v1 lets you, since you're only having to worry about one person, you can worry, you can control that situation. Yeah. So I and think that it works really well in certain scenarios. And there's there's also a lot more about uh, like figuring out the trajectory of the ball, where the ball is going to be. Yeah. And that's that's the thing is like as you as you as you learn that mm -hmm. until you get up to four v four, which is called chaos mode. <laughs> and that is completely accurate. Yeah. Honestly that's that's my favorite mode because uh, then even if I do poorly I don't have to feel badly yeah. about it because yeah. I'm just here to have fun. I, I was doing really good at Rocket League and I mean really good. I was I was I was scoring a lot. I was one of the better players on teams for a while until about, I think, three or four months into my playing when everyone started get, doing aerials and everyone, it's like everyone yep. started cracking down in regards to that. And I wasn't. And I noticed more and more people doing it. And then all of a sudden, I think I went back to it after like two weeks or so. And then every single match that I was in, like, Probably a quarter of the people were doing aerials to stop to stop uh, um, uh, shots. They were doing aerials like I would I would hit the like try to block something. They would go up and hit the ball back down. I'm like no. What was that when PC crossplay was implemented? It may have been. I don't know because that that would do it. That's probably why. And but and then uh, shortly after that, um, uh, Snow Day came out. And I was like, oh, I'm gonna play. Snow Day was awesome. So I, I, then I was like, you know what? Screw it. I'm gonna play Snow Day. And then Hoops came out, and I was like, okay, let me look and see how this I, is. I, I can't do Hoops. Nope. I can't do it. You have, you have to. Uh, it's it's like, too much chaos for me. My, unless you can aerial up and and basically, um, what's slammed up? Either slam or what's what's the other layup? Layup. Layup. Like yeah. that's basically what you're doing. Yeah. Um, I can't uh, do it. My my favorite my favorite is the is the circle the circle yeah. one. I can't remember the like name if, of that one. If I could, if I could just play that one, yeah, because that one, that one is just weird fun, yeah, and and the angles you come up with. Anyway, Funny. we like we like Rocket League. <laughs> uh, I also like Plants vs Zombies. I played this. I, I played this for a good while. Good while. I've actually I picked that up on my phone, and I'm I'm trying to play it. I don't know how long that's gonna last. It didn't last very long for me, but I I liked what I played of it. I liked the strategy involved. Yeah. Um, uh, and I I played it for I don't know. Uh, probably as long as I played Angry Birds. Um, so essentially there was a, a rumor that EA was trying to fire the, the creator of Plants vs. Zombies. Um, now this came... I didn't see all the all the details on it, but this was in regards to... I have the details. You have the details. Okay, well, I do. So Edmund McMillan was on a podcast a couple... Uh, I guess the very beginning of last week. And um, he was talking about his friend George Fan, um, And he was talking about the 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 way that he approached mm -hmm. um, indie games. And, and he said that 
whenever he made Plants vs. Zombies, you know, af- after he made that, EA picked it up. They're like, well, take care of this for you. And when they went into Plants vs. Zombies 2, according to Edmund McMillan, mm-hmm. um, he when they went into development of Plants vs. Zombies 2, it's it's very much a pay-to-win type of system. Like you need to you need to be paying money, you or you have to wait, or you have to grind. Like it's 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 really not a system where you can where you can just keep upgrading your skills and yeah. just, you know, get better at the game. You know, get good is not a strategy yeah. that works for that one. Yeah. And um so he said that they they fired him for it. And George Fan actually came on Twitter and he said, "Here are the facts. I was against Plants vs Zombies 2 being free to play or free play free pay to win." Whatever, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I got fired by EA. That's all I'm saying on the matter. Huh. And then Kotaku did a piece that was that was reaching out to some of the people at PopCap and they said that uh, George was actually working on other projects other than uh, PVZ2. Okay. Um, but it does it does reflect the way that EA tends to take games and figure out the the optimal way sure. to screw their customers. Sure. And that George Fan as an as an independent developer was like, hey, I don't like this as somebody who likes games. <laughs> like I, I, I paid the three bucks to remove ads or whatever, and I'm like, okay, yeah, sure, I'm having fun with this game. Yeah. I'll, I'll throw a couple bucks at you. Yeah, and that's that's the way that I approach free to play games. Is like if you if you've designed this game ethically, mm-hmm. where you've just made a good game, and then you have some ads to figure out some revenue, then I will gladly give you cash money sure. from from my Google wallet mm-hmm. and be like here here is here is my gratitude for this thing yeah. that you've let me play and you know there's there's whales and everything but um, you know if you if you design your game around you know microtransactions and, my, and, and microtransactions leeching, leeching and, the public yeah <laughs> that's basically what it is I was, I was, trying, to, I was, trying, to, I was trying to come up with the name of the guy from uh, Ishmael yeah. If you base your game around trying to find Ishmael, mm-hmm. then you're going to have problems. Yeah, I think Shadow of War did a did a pretty good job of this because I, I agree. Because I've not had to touch any of the microtransactions. No, and and uh, if you if you get to the point where you're taking down fortresses and you kill uh, you kill one of the leaders of a fortress, then they'll they'll give you a hundred of the premium currency, which is enough to get like two or three of the the. The super mega yeah. legendary whatever. I haven't actually bothered to buy them because I'm still having fun and I like to I like to yeah, I love and, that. and humiliate and create my own captains. Yeah. That's that's my favorite. Oh yeah, it's a fun game. It's a fun game. Check oh. it out because it's on sale. If you <laughs> uh, to- totally worth a buy if um, if you're watching this and it's still on sale. I'm sure there'll be other sales to go on throughout the year throughout the rest of the year because oh, yeah. going into Black Friday and everything. But our uh, Going through Black Friday, through Christmas, and, people and still don't want your money. We we mentioned the PlayStation sale. Uh, Xbox is also having a, a really substantial mm-hmm. sale sale right now. I don't know how long that's going to last because I don't. Xbox has a more erratic Monday. Yeah, they they have a more erratic schedule of, of when they update things, and so I can't say for sure that this will still be on sale up until Tuesday. Yeah. Um, I could only say that for sure about the the PlayStation one because I know how they work. A lot of the Microsoft but, ones were about about the same. Yeah, yeah, they were very similar prices same. for very similar yeah. games. It's it's like the newer stuff. They're tr- they're trying to get people to be playing the new games because. There's not really anything else coming out until spring. Yep, it's true. Uh, I will say, uh, being an Xbox One X owner now, 
Um, if you see one of these games on X versus uh, versus PS4, and you happen to have both, uh, go look and see if it's X, if it's Xbox enhanced, enhanced for Xbox. And most of them are because a lot of them are. And, and grab it on there, or check check and see people's reviews. But a lot of the ones like Shadow of War and a lot of others, um, they really took the care in making that enhanced and optimized for the system. Absolutely. And playing uh, Assassin's Creed and a lot of these other games, uh, they run better on the Xbox. And I think part of it is that uh, Microsoft is doing anything and everything that they can to stay relevant, where PlayStation has all these great exclusives. Yeah. It's like, how can Microsoft stay relevant? And right now the relevancy is backwards compatibility, and making a multi-platform game be better on their system than anywhere else, yeah. other than PC, obviously. But to, to say console market, let's make it, this is the place to play to play a multi-platform game. Yeah. And I think that if they keep doing what they're doing, they're going to, um, I've already said this in a text to you, next year, uh, Microsoft, next year will be the year where Microsoft announces more, um, uh, more exclusives. And they, they're not going to beat PlayStation, but you're going to see a, an increase in Xbox and uh, sales, which you're already seeing uh, towards the end of this year. So yeah. gonna, it's going to continue next year, and more exclusives are going to pump out. We're going to hear about those early in the spring, or as like a, like a little teasers, like, hey, we got something. Then E3 is boom. Yeah, but those those games are not coming out for another two years and they're they're going to have to adopt the playstation model of this game's coming out in 2021 maybe be excited unless but but the current games that are coming out are you know the best place to play them on console yep. is the xbox one x yep. because it is the tagline most powerful console yes available right now unless microsoft does what they've done in the past which is hey we like this developer and PlayStation does this too, but Microsoft would go, "Hey, we like this developer. Let's make that. Let's sign a contract with them to make sure it's an exclusive game, and then it's out in the end of the year." Boom, because yeah. they can do that because they'll be have developers who are working on something, and Microsoft will go in and say, "I will pour all the money into this. You guys can work with our devs." It'll, this it'll, it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Yeah. Um, so but what next? What, year? what independent game are you most looking forward to? I don't have one that I'm... See, I'm only asking you that so that I can talk about Hollow Knight. <laughs> I, I I only found out about this recently. It's mm -hmm. It's been a game that's... that's It was it was kick-started. It's, it's finished. It's out on Steam. Mm -hmm. It's coming to Switch at the beginning of next year. Okay. And holy crap, Is I want to Hollow play Knight? It. Hollow Knight. It, it looks absolutely amazing. It looks like it looks like a cross between uh, Super Meat Boy and Salt and Sanctuary. It's it's yes, it's yes, absolutely exists. gorgeous yeah. and and like there's there's a bunch of different enemies and you're playing a cute little bunny with devil horns and it's <laughs> I I want it yeah I want to play it I I yeah I I want it and and I hope that they don't I hope that they don't uh, grab that exclusively for Xbox but if they do I'm still getting it on Switch because that's where I'm going to play it. So, uh, Switch yeah. is going to be the place to play a lot of these. So. And we had uh, one more piece of news which is. Uh, Noctis from Final Fantasy XV is yep. a whore. Well, and I mean that in the nicest possible way because they're throwing him on everything. Yes. They threw him on mobile devices. Yep. They they threw him in... 
Well, you know why. I threw him in a movie. Well, he's pretty. He's pretty. He's, he's a pretty boy. He's a he's very... He's cloud, but pretty. He's a very pretty boy. Yes, that's exactly what it is. It's like, how can we how can we get this pretty boy into more things? So, and yeah. And this is the way to do it. Uh, so they're, 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 throwing, they're throwing Noctis into Tekken 7. They want him to be Cloud. They want him to be Cloud. You can't yeah. force that. Okay. Don't make fetch happen. He is he is he is a pretty boy, but he doesn't I, I feel like he doesn't have the the charisma that, that Cloud did. Well because because Cloud Cloud had the 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 ability to to, to work it mm-hmm. and he had, you know, the gigantic buster sword and everything. Yeah. And we felt for him emotionally because yeah. of because of his story arc, yeah. the betrayal that he felt, um, his his situation with Aerith, and because yes, she's Aerith to me. The fact that he's not who he thinks he is. Yeah. And that whole storyline. And, and and Noctis is 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 a pretty boy prince who's kind of full of himself. Yeah. And He's the douche of the group, yep. and everybody else has to pick up the slack. And then he, spoilers for Final Fantasy fifteen. If you <laughs> if you've listened this long, I appreciate that. Yes. Spoilers for Final Fantasy fifteen. There's 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 nothing else really coming. This is the last news story. But he disappears for a decade while everybody else has to deal with a demon infested world, and then he comes back for like a hot minute. Yeah. Same and then day. dies. Oh, I didn't know that. And disappears into the ether to be with Luna, and everybody else has to deal with the still demon-infested world because he didn't actually fix anything. That game is that game is jacked up. That sounds horrible. It's it is horrible. I didn't know that. I got so mad at the ending. I mean, if he had sacrificed himself. And it was a you know Luke the Last Jedi kind of he thing where it's like he exiles himself, but then you're like no you need to help us and he comes back and then he then he he sacrifices himself and it it makes the world better and it, and it fixes everything then that would be great but he didn't no he just so he, he why he die basically basically he I think he died so that his ancestors could take down the guy but i don't know why he needed to die so that they could take down the guy that was never really made clear because he didn't actually kill stupid that 15 was <laughs> broken so let us know in the comments if you think 15 was horrible or if it was great and let us know what indies you're looking forward to we'll see you guys later thanks for watching this week in our collective heads uh subscribe over here and click the bell and that way you'll know about any new videos that we put up because we put up a lot of a lot of gameplay, a lot of stories from games and stuff like that, and gameplay is down here. Yeah, and you got more editorials and news stuff down here. Check it out.